This is Heart to Heart with Hospice Quinty on 91X. Heart to Heart features important and worthwhile conversations about hospice palliative care and end-of-life issues. Tackling the tough issues with tenderness and the difficult discussions with dignity. Here's Jennifer May Anderson. Today I have Julie Lang with me who is Portfolio Manager and Director of Wealth Management and is the Branch Manager of Scotia McLeod in Belleville, Ontario and Lindsay, Ontario. Prior to joining Scotia McLeod in 1998, she was Vice President with RBC Dominion Securities. She is a member of Scotia McLeod Chairman's Council, a Fellow of the Canadian Securities Institute, a Chartered Investment Manager and is Options and Insurance Licensed. Julie is regularly invited to speak at corporate events and enjoys mentoring young advisors. As an active volunteer with the Quinty Regional Children's Foundation, Julie is the founder of their Helping Hands program to provide support to parents of high-risk children. This important work led to the foundation honoring her with the prestigious Guardian Angel Award. Julie is also past chair of the Hospice Quinty Board and continues to show her support as a respected advocate and honorary member of the Hospice Quinty Capital Campaign Cabinet. Welcome, Julie. Thank, Thank you for you. joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I know that you have a, a long history with Hospice Quinty. Can you tell me a little bit about your relationship with the organization? I'd be delighted to. It actually goes back to 1989 when Dr. Bruce Morgan was a longtime friend of mine, and I did not know the word hospice. I thought he was confusing it with hospital. And he gave me the education I needed to know what an important service this provides. Dr. Morgan donated a house back in 1989, which was sustained by um, gifts from a very generous community, but ultimately three years in had to close for lack of funding. And um, I think you had volunteered, told me that you had volunteered for a while, too, um, as one of our visiting volunteers. I actually did not get a chance to do that. When Bonnie Delaney was our executive director, I had followed and I had been a a sort of a quiet supporter for years and years. And I called Bonnie and said, um, I'd like to take the volunteer course. And I did that, and she said, we really need you on our board. Uh, They needed a new treasurer, and with my background in finance, she thought that was important. And I remember saying, well, do I still get to volunteer? And she assured me that I did. (laughs) Well, that is good. And one of the things that I like to make sure that people know, I know that people, when they think of volunteering at hospice, think about the visiting program and visiting with our palliative clients, but there are many, many ways uh, to get involved and to support the cause of hospice. Um, How has the board or the organization changed in the years that that you've been involved? It's been um, like watching a flower open. We've always had people with heart and kindness and spirit on the board, and it was um, so young when I became involved with it, and we've evolved into, um, we've maintained the kindness and the spirit, um, particularly in dealing with our, our clients who are so appreciative and so needful. But the board, we've attracted such professional people that have board experience. And so we've, we've grown up and we, I had been one of the, um, old stick in the muds, sticks in the mud, I guess, um, about launching the residential, uh, hospice too soon because of my fear of, uh, lack of sustainability. So with additional partners being Quinty West and the city of Belleville, and the government committing to funding, it, uh, it's just become like a dream come true that we are going ahead. 
And I know one of the reasons uh, that I asked you to come and speak to us today is that we are very actively raising funds for our uh, very looked forward to Hospice Quinty Care Center. And uh, it's a very ambitious project. Oh, it is. Um, the total cost of the project is $9.5 million. But when you're speaking about sustainability, one of the reasons um, that it, it we do have a little bit of a high price tag is we want to build in some sustainable funding. We want to be able to open the doors and ensure the doors uh, stay open. So we have some funds in there um, included for that. So why are you excited about this project? Um, In my professional career, I have dealt with many, many elderly people and I was present when both my parents died and I've been there in difficult conversations and difficult experiences with clients. And on many occasions, the right phone call to make was to our Quinty Hospice to help one in particular comes to mind, um, currently a widow whose husband was dying at home. And the care and the kindness and the respect provided by Quinty Hospice is nothing short of amazing. And I believe that there is an ever-increasing need in society. People, um, it's not always comfortable for somebody to die at home, and I mean that as much for the surviving spouse, family, whatever the, the case may be. And often the institutional nature of ongoing care in a hospital is less than perfect, no disrespect, but um, do people in hospital need to have continuing tests when we've been diagnosed as palliative. So the the quiet dignity, the quiet good that hospice does has been very, very uh, moving and touching, and, and I certainly will continue to, to support it. Now, one of the things that uh, Hospice Quinty is branching out in as we undertake this very large uh, fundraising effort is um, accepting gifts of different kinds. And one of the things that's a little bit new uh, for Hospice Quinty, and I hadn't really thought about and hadn't heard of, and that's why I wanted to bring you here today to talk to people because they might not have thought about it before, is a gift of securities. So when we talk about a gift of securities, what is that? I'm so glad that we are going in this direction because um, it takes time for people to get used to a new process. And basically what it means is that a client that has a portfolio of shares, stocks, bonds, mutual funds can simply get in touch with hospice and there's a form involved and they give instructions to transfer from their brokerage account shares, let's use whatever uh, Shopify comes to mind, as uh, I know there's recently been a very generous donation of it. Uh, So the client bought Shopify at $50 a share and donated shares when that was worth $500 a share. And the client does not pay tax on the realized capital gain but gets a deduction for the full market value of those shares. So when you've had a spectacular capital gain or the modest increase of a a dividend-paying stock over years and years and years, there's a real tax advantage to giving that donation. And the hospice in the last year has uh, become equipped to receive those shares as a, a gift in kind. Everybody wins. 
I find that really uh, fascinating about what, how it is beneficial to the organization and then beneficial to the donor. Could you tell me um, a little bit more, or maybe explain a little bit more about the tax implications mm-hmm. of instead of perhaps you know cashing out your shares or selling your shares on the market versus giving them as a gift of securities? That's a great question. And we always advise um, potential donors to confirm the uh, adjusted cost base of their shares, first of all. Uh, with their tax advisor. But basically what it means is that if you made an investment of uh, $500 in shares and it's now worth $1,000, you would get the deduction from your income tax according to charitable giving of the $1,000 with no tax implication of that capital gain. So you can see that you, you really uh, there's an advantage to the donor in two ways. And the uh, board has a very um, well thought out investment plan that would then the the donation of the shares would be subject to the is this something that fits with our long term nature? Is it a more speculative position? And the board would uh, make the decision as to whether to hold those shares or whether to sell them. So it really does, I think, in a very nice way, benefit everybody involved. So if I'm a person and I have an investment portfolio and I'm thinking that this might be a good idea for me um, after I've made that decision that I want to give, what should I consider when I'm thinking of making that gift in the form of securities? Um, It's such an easy process. Your first call, of course, tax advisor, your um, investment advisor, portfolio manager, whoever that is. Um, And it's as simple as your signature on a form uh, available through your office, Jennifer. And all the, the transfer process happens behind the scenes. But basically, your shares go from your brokerage account to the receiving uh, account manager for hospice, and uh, you receive the tax information in the mail um, in time for that uh, taxation year, of course. Now, here's a here's a question. Uh, let's say I was extremely fortunate, and I had a, a, a was able to make a considerable gift. Say yes. it was a considerable gift. Um, in the nature of like $100,000. But I also had an investment portfolio that perhaps had um, a value like that as well. What is there an advantage to me giving a gift of securities versus giving that that cash donation? Uh, Let's assume that you've had a very successful investment portfolio over a number of years. And let's assume there is a position in that account that maybe you bought it for $25,000, maybe you bought it for $75,000. By donating that $100,000 face market value today, you are avoiding, if if you sell that share and donate the cash, you are liable uh, for tax on half of that capital gain. So you can see just simple math that there's a very big savings by donating the securities as opposed to um, selling them and taking that taxable event yourself. It yeah it becomes clear that that just makes so much sense mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. donor. Mm-hmm. Um, are there other things that people should keep in mind when they're thinking about making a donation of this type? Um, really, it's such a personal uh, circumstance, but many people who have um, very you know well managed portfolios haven't thought about um, because I think traditionally 
we've all written checks to our favorite charities each year, and it's often uh, brought on by a personal event. And to just, if we can just reach people and say, think about what you might own in your investment portfolio. It might be a mutual fund, it might be a bond, it might be a, a stock. But if there are taxable capital gains, there's an advantage for you rather than selling that investment, make the donation in kind. That uh, seems to be pretty clear to me. So who, if someone's thinking about making a gift of securities, who are the people they need to talk to to make sure that that's the right decision for them? Because we want to make sure that people who are donating to Hospice Quinney are making a, a good decision for themselves and a good decision for Hospice Quinney. Um, definitely speaking with your personal tax advisor and your um, investment portfolio manager. Um, and if ever I can be of any help, you know that the hospice is uh, very close to my heart. And if there's anything I can add, uh, people can reach me through you, for example. Um, don't hesitate to, to reach out if you have questions. Yes, we're quite happy to um, to take any calls, direct them to you. Um, and we also want to make sure that everybody makes these kind of financial decisions responsibly and in a mm-hmm. way that's taking care of them mm-hmm. as well. Um can you maybe tell me what uh, it's going to mean to you when the doors open on this new center? Oh, um, we've been working toward this for so long. It's just honestly, um, I can hardly describe the excitement that I feel because I believe it is such a necessary um, part of our community. And death is inevitable and the the reason that I'm so attracted to the hospice and to having residential is the quiet dignity you work you being the hospice I do feel part of it but behind the scenes so quietly with such tremendous respect for the people who need us um I really like that that it's not a big showy it's it's respect for people when they need help the most and the person who is dying has obviously made choices and communicated those to their loved ones. But the support for the loved ones, um, there's often a shortage of caring. Um, you know, sometimes people don't have family or they don't have family close by. And I have seen firsthand, and I've been part of it firsthand, that um, we can make things just a little tiny bit easier. And we need this residential hospice. Well, thank you, Julie. You are certainly a driving force behind this, and we appreciate your time here today and all your efforts towards the project. Thank you. You're stuck with me. (laughs) Thanks, Julie. Thank you, Jennifer. Learn more about hospice at hospicequinty.ca and listen for Heart to Heart regularly at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.